Love of Swimming is a podcast that celebrates the wonderfully diverse community of swimmers and fantastic swimming opportunities that exist on the Isle of Wight off the south coast of England. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Sandy Chikunyani. In 2019, I started the group Outdoor Swimming Isle of Wight as I wanted to find people to swim with in the sea. Since then, I've been on an amazing swimming journey, meeting some wonderful people who share my passion for swimming. I founded a social enterprise to support and encourage people to swim in the sea, trained to be an open water coach, developed the concept of a sea cafe and have brought the sport of Longecot, renamed sea hiking, to the place where I live. I'm part of the outside research study team based at Sussex University, looking at outdoor swimming as a nature-based social prescribing intervention for depression and I work in the voluntary sector on the Isle of Wight. For the Love of Swimming is also the name of a series of community events that aim to share information and inspiration and to connect people through swimming. So if you're lucky enough to live on or visit the island, look out for these events coming soon. Follow us on all the usual social media channels and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast for more personal swimming stories. Today I'm with Kimberly Jennings, who I met two or three years ago when I went to visit the Shrape Swimmers over in East Cowes. Um, I'm not. Uh, we've been swimming, seeing a bit more of each other recently, yeah, um, practicing for the uh, peer-to-peer swim, which unfortunately didn't happen this year. But welcome, Kimberly. Thank you, Sandy. Nice uh, to see you again. <laughs> good to see you too. Um, I'll just start by asking, what what kind of swimmer are you? Okay, well, I, um, back in 2020, um, started sea swimming, like a lot of us on the island who discovered our local beach and decided to give it a go. Um, I started out um, just visiting the Gurnard crew. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember what they're called now. The Gurnard Dip- Society. Yes, that's the one, Dipping Society. And um, just really loved it. Went quite late on in the season. Um, just fell in love with being in the water. A really great crowd of people. Um made me laugh a lot and um, so I decided to look locally for a sort of a group around sort of East Cows which is where I live Mm -hmm. and um, coincidentally got chatting to a lady on Facebook called Chris and Mm -hmm. she said I live in East Cows we swim there's a group of us come down and join us and that was that so um, that really started me back to swimming after a really long gap of not swimming Um, so a little bit about my background yes um i have swum for my whole life and um i don't know when i learned to swim my parents were naval officers and my dad was a pti so physical training instructor so he, i spoke to mum only a couple of days to find out when i learned to swim and how when she didn't know and i didn't know um <laughs> so it's something you've always been able to do something i've i've mm. always been able to do since mm-hmm. i can remember but just remember from sort of later on in my sort of junior school that I was swimming for the school team and I progressed on to swimming for my secondary school and then joined a a really well-known club in Portsmouth and swam for them for a couple of years. Which club was that? That was Portsmouth North Sea, Uh um, which at the time was at an old swimming pool in Portsmouth. I think they've moved now. Yeah. It's a very archaic swimming dance, but I remember lots of competitions. What was your favourite stroke? Probably best stroke mm-hmm. um, was my favourite stroke, but I think I did a bit of everything. Right. I loved uh, front crawl. I really enjoyed swimming backstroke. Really struggled like most people with butterfly. Mm-hmm. Still can't do it very well, but 
watch it and think, oh, I'd still love to be able to do that. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I think from memory, it was really a breaststroke. Uh, everything was geared towards racing in mm-hmm. breaststroke. So, yeah, that was my favourite stroke. Yeah. And then I think like a lot of us who, you know, go through college and work and marriage and have children, it kind of just went by the by and swimming just stopped. Really? And yeah. Child, you take the children, you teach your children to swim. And almost like a 25-year absence from swimming. Yeah, I think, I think as you say, that happens yeah. to a lot, of, a lot of women particularly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they have other commitments. Mm. And then I think for me, getting my, getting my children off and started and swimming and doing the things that they like to enjoy became my focus. And then 2020 with COVID, I think that really had a huge impact on many of us, Mm -hmm. me especially, Mm. working very part-time hours and really looking for something to do in that downtime, which meant I could be outside and enjoy the fresh air, but actually get some exercise without the confines of, you know, what COVID bought for me. And that was that really. Excellent. I kind of started this whirlwind... um, journey and love for the water again <laughs> excellent well thank you and i i know that you fairly recently qualified as a as a open water swimming coach do you want to tell me a little bit about that and what inspired you to do that yeah i don't nothing in particular inspired me i um i left school with very little qualifications i wasn't particularly academic um have really struggled to get my head around not having a degree and formal qualifications always been in in good jobs in good work um and i think that introduction back in 2020 to cold water and actually doing something that i loved really made me think about sort of pushing it a bit further um I found myself swimming with other ladies and um, a couple of gentlemen and I think that watching their stages at where they're at, I kind of felt because I had experience in swimming that I was almost responsible or Mm. felt responsible or felt that I wanted to make sure they were all safe. Yeah. And just with conversation with my husband and a bit of confidence boosting and um, watching lots on YouTube decided to take the plunge yeah mm. so um, so to get to the STA um, open water coaching qualification I thought it would be really important to go down the teaching route first so only at the back end of last year in November um, did I qualify as a, a swim England uh, level two swimming teacher mm-hmm. And then with that in my back pocket, I was able to um, apply to um, Straight Line Swimming to get yeah. into their open water coaching course. Yeah, so that, that's the one that I did as well did. with Kerri-Ann Payne. Yeah. It was, and she, yeah. she was fantastic. So, And I think she, she really inspired me in those initial days. Mm-hmm. I wrote to her and said, look, this is who I am. This is my background. I've only been teaching for a little bit and um, I haven't had experience in the pool or sea for a really long time. She said, hey, come along, come and join us. So I did, and um, best decision. Um, it was great to be with other women. And we were all women, actually a group of eight women. And what was really lovely was that we were all different ages. There was no divide, there was, we were just all really different, different mm. backgrounds, all doing it for completely different reasons. And I just thought, I found, 
I found my fit, I found my kind of tribe where I want to be. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was a great course. I learned absolutely loads. Excellent. And um, so now when I swim, I kind of have to be really careful because I swim for leisure. I don't swim and coach, I, mm -hmm. but in the back of my head, I know that I have all the tools in my pocket. If somebody says, oh, how do you do that? Or, you know, I can say, yeah, why don't you try it this way? Or have you thought about doing it this way? Yeah. So, yeah, so mm -hmm. I love the coaching. Excellent, so. yeah. And, and you are doing, you're still work, you're working as a swimming teacher as well now? Yeah, I um, am really fortunate. When I qualified, I um, met with Emma Robinson of Emma's Otters fairly quickly after I'd passed my qualification, I dropped her an email. We'd already been in conversation. Um, about sort of me training. I'd missed a course that she'd run the year before. And um, so I just dropped her a note because she'd always been really supportive. I said, I've passed, I've passed. <laughs> Any jobs? Dot, 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 dot. And um, that was it. I went and met with her for a coffee the next week. And the week after, or two weeks after, mm. I was teaching, That's starting great. to teach. So it's been really small steps. Mm -hmm. But that whole process has been um, really enriching from a confidence perspective yeah. because I've gone from somebody that always saw a bit of paper with a GCSE mm. grade on it as something that defined me and actually getting to 50 something now have this other bit of paper which doesn't have a grade but is about who I am and what I love mm. and giving me a purpose and giving me a job yeah something I'm really yeah. enjoying so so yeah That's so great. teaching quite a lot now and um babies and preschool has been a recent add-on mm -hmm. um, hoping to do some disability training hopefully later on in the year yeah and um, yeah we'll see what happens after then excellent thank you <laughs> and, and let, let's talk a little bit about open water swimming events if we can because i know i sort of slightly bullied you into signing you up did. for the peer-to-peer -peer. yeah well you're the absolute i kind of you're on my pedestal <laughs> She's done the pair to pair, done the solent. So yeah, so I find you really inspiring. Oh, thank you. So which it's good. It's nice to meet other people that have a that share a passion for mm. something that you do. Yeah. And I don't know about you, Sandy, but I just love it when I'm in the sea or in an open water environment. And we all are there for different reasons. Yeah. And it's just such a calming therapeutic setting mm. um, I never come away from, I don't know I never come away from a swim feeling low or miserable no I mean or, I've never regretted go, going no. for a swim ever I don't think no I think mm. you and sometimes I go with a plan sometimes I you know and that doesn't work sometimes I don't go and I then decide to swim but I do a bit of everything a bit mm. of dipping and a bit of swimming and a bit of belly laughing well, lots of belly laughing actually not a little bit a lot of belly laughing so yeah yeah mm. what was the question yeah there? well I was asking about <laughs> events so unfortunately this year's peer-to-peer -peer swim ad was cancelled due yeah. to the weather but you're planning next year are you to do yeah, that yeah definitely yeah um and I think as you know we were quite late mm. onto the list so we didn't think um and my swim buddy Chris and I didn't think we were going to get a space but after you'd invited mm. us to the Thursday morning mm. swims which are fantastic um I thought I could do this mm. I can really do this so yeah I was really disappointed when the first one got cancelled and then the second one we were really kind of keeping everything crossed mm. and I was slightly disappointed because I know you yeah. were going to be mm. away mm. and um but yeah we'll wait another year yeah. and um and I think our names get 
automatically yeah, I hope, I hope. <laughs> get added to next year's yeah. list so yeah that's quite a long swim mm. and um, something I'm really looking forward yeah. to excellent but in the meantime you've got something else coming up very soon yeah so as soon as that was cancelled and um, I just thought you know I've been swimming not huge distances I haven't been training to the you know to, like a lot of other people will be training I've just been doing what I can I just thought I'm going to put my name down for that solo swim and fortunately well not fortunately but the first date was cancelled mm-hmm. um, due to bad weather and um, so the second date is this coming Sunday yeah and that's with West White Sports Centre isn't it that's with West White mm. Sports Centre who are raising funds for the work that they yeah. do over there which is is fairly incredible mm-hmm. um, so yeah we swim um, so that's a route that takes us from Hearst Castle on the mainland across to Colwell Bay so it's an early start mm-hmm. I think it's a six o'clock start at Yarmouth um, sort of marina office yes. and then it's a boat over and then a and then a paddle I'm not even a paddle back <laughs> a frantic swim back hopefully to get across before that tide turns yes yeah. and um, takes well hopefully doesn't take me down to the needles so be my first swim event so yeah excellent well I'm hoping to be there Ooh. to welcome swimmers in <laughs> in some capacity yeah but, I think yes. there's quite a few people doing it aren't yes. there a few that couldn't because the date had got moved yeah. but I think it's going to be I think it'll be something I'm st- still really nervous about mm. I was going to say have you got any are there any fears that you've got yeah, associated I, with water um, do you know having even though I I'm used to swimming in the cold water I swim like you Sandy mm-hmm. all the way through the year and I tend to wear a swimming costume I'm actually really worried about getting cold mm. and I can't decide whether or not to wear a wetsuit yeah or just just to go with my swimming costume which is what I've been training in yeah and the advice generally is to wear what you've been training in yeah and so that's just swim a bit faster fear. you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah there is that but it's like if I go too fast I might yeah. go ahead of the mm. person that I'm paired with because as you know we're paired mm. with a safety kayaker in between so lots of things going through my head and um, goggles misting up um yeah lots of things what if I get what if I run out of energy and I need some chocolate and or where can I store a bit of chocolate in my <laughs> in my swimsuit and will it melt will it yeah, it's funny sorts. the things that we we sort yeah. of worry about yeah. isn't it and ponder yeah over. and they say mm. swim towards the fort mm. you know aim towards the fort well what if i don't i can't see that what if i yeah. missed my goggles missed yes. i mean everything goes through your mind what if i meet a 12 foot jelly yeah. barrel fish or <laughs> you know barrel jellyfish going across and it well, I was going to say, I mean, a lot of people do have lots of anxieties about things and then they just give up because they're too... Me- what is it you think stops you giving up and sort of makes you overcome those? Is there anything? Um, for me, on the day, it will be friends and family on the other side. Mm. Um, I think that's going to really inspire me to keep swimming. Yeah. And I think it's psychological... Something I haven't done before, and something I'm really determined to do. So I think it will just be that I've done this, mm. I've achieved this. You know, if I can do this at, at the age that I'm at, and I've had a few issues, health issues, and um, some spinal mm-hmm. issues, um, then anything's really possible. And I think I tend to see that with a lot of the swimmers that I swim yeah. with. We've got another lady that's sort of a little bit older than me it's talking about doing the swim next year so I think it's 
yeah, let's do it. Let's get across. Let's put my flag in the sand mm. and um, and tick that one thing off. Yeah. And it's the first thing which might lead on to something else. Yeah. And um, yeah, never too, never too old. Yeah. And I, I think, I mean, certainly for me, that's one of the things I love about swimming that it is kind of quite an accessible sport yeah. what you know if you you can do it at so many different levels can't you you sort of whatever's yeah. you know I think you see all yeah I think you see you see what's the right word to use there's a real diverse mm. background of people and ages and um and abilities, stories, yeah. mm. abilities disability it's it is something that I think even open water swimming is becoming something that's more accessible you look at um sort of some of the craft that are used to help um sort of people with mobility mm. issues into the sea i don't yeah. know if they've got anything like that right yes in fact at our event the the bringing a wheel an accessible wheelchair down yeah, as well so i think that's that's mm. really great mm. and i think what i really um like in the swim group that we have it's just about being kind with each other and you know helping people you know some people come down and stop and talk to us and say oh I'd love to do that and you know my first question is well what stops you mm. what makes you think well I can't do that and a lot of the time it's it's around body image self-confidence it's about access in and out of the water but we all hold hands normally mm. and in the cold you know we have a rule of thumb where if somebody gets up because they're really cold we all as a group tend to exit at the same yeah. time so it makes it that they don't feel like they're the one out, yeah. or that they're left out. Yeah. We try to make it as inclusive as possible, and I think that's what swimming allows for. Yeah, it's can be competitive. It can be non-competitive. It can be messing around and having funny games and going bodyboarding for you know at Compton for a day yeah. rather than it's it's. It, I think it accesses other parts of well, just it gives you access to not just a competitive side yeah, of Yeah, exactly. Sport. And I think that's the other thing is that you, you have different phases of your life, but also within the same week, sometimes you can be tired and just yeah. want to have a dip and other times you want to really sort of belt it out and, yeah. and compete, you know. Yeah, so. absolutely. And sometimes, as mm. you know, on a mm. Thursday morning, <laughs> some of us yes. even need a bit of a, yes. I've been swimming on the same spot for about five don't minutes know what now. you're referring to. I don't know to. who I might be talking about. But you have to but, yeah. kind of that encouragement with yeah, each other is mm, it's really important. It's really important. And our group has really bonded mm. through swimming and we do some really mad things. <laughs> I know oh, I'm yes. digressing. Well there was a little you bit know, of a special we, special we swim did you had. A very special uh, chili swim um, back in November, yeah. which we um, In the early hours of the morning. It wasn't was it? super early hours, but there is a story around mm -hmm. that, so I will come on to mm. that. So we a couple of the girls, Nikki and um, Barbara, decided that they would like to do a skinny dip for charity. Mm -hmm. And so I think it ended up being about eight of us, eight or nine of yeah. us, quite a few of us, um, that we would raise money for the Isle of Wight uh, feline rescue mm -hmm. and the uh, from foster to forever for the dogs that are, that are come here from yeah. Spain that are looking for their homes, really great charities. So we, um, yeah, we stripped down to nothing um early hours of uh of a late november morning mm -hmm. and um when the sun had just come up and yeah that's it stripped off on the beach went in had a swim and got out 
and had some breakfast, had the had the sort of um, Calagas camping stove going, mm-hmm. hot chocolate and bacon sandwiches, which was amazing. And um, yeah, I didn't think anything of it, really enjoyed it. We raised about £1,200 for oh, charity well mm-hmm. and we got home later on in the day and one of our swimmer's husbands had taken some pictures of some of the boats and some of the birds that he'd photographed during the day and then underneath his post said it was really strange I was down there at really early hours o'clock this morning I can't remember what time it was but I saw some very funny looking birds but they didn't have any feathers on so um so we know that we were spotted and um we probably broke a few um indecency in public I think it's allowed if no one's around do you know what there was nobody really around and it was great it was fun fun. I bet you laughed a lot we we laughed and there were lots of we yours are bigger than mine and you know oh it was hilarious we had such a good yeah. good time we are doing another one later on in the year mm-hmm. dates to be confirmed yeah. we wholly expect you to be there I'll see what <laughs> yes. I can do see what my diary's looking like but yeah it's again it's in, in encouraging women to be happy in their yeah. bodies and I never thought I would do anything like that mm. so you know we've gone from sort of back in the water and swimming to yeah. stripping off yeah. charity Excellent. yeah it's it's been an interesting journey. Yeah, fantastic. And are there are there any sort of events that you've seen around the country or around the world, in fact, that you sort of are on your list now that you, you fancy doing at some point, perhaps? No. No, you don't fancy <laughs> swimming the channel or no, ice miles? Do or... you know what? I haven't, I haven't really thought any more about my next thing mm. until I've done my first thing. Yes, of course. So, so after this of, weekend. Yeah, and I think that's something my husband finds quite frustrating is that I'm not a long-term planner I'm right. a real short-term okay. planner so yeah. I didn't book onto the pier swim when it was registered mm-hmm. when it came out or the pier swim I was kind of there's two weeks to go yeah. I might stick my name down and see see what happens so I think I've been looking at the Henley swim because mm-hmm. I've never done any, um, any river, river swimming uh-huh. so it's I, very different to is it swimming. really yes yeah in what way well you don't have the same sort of buoyancy okay. um yeah, I don't know. I love it. I still love it, but it is very different. Yeah. It is, yeah. yeah. Worth doing, definitely. Yeah, so mm. that's something that I've thought about. And um, again, it's confidence with me. Would I be fit enough? You know, would I get the right support? It's it's all those million-dollar questions, mm. isn't it, that you... That I think, for me, as a not a hugely confident person, would, um, would have to kind of climb over those steps first and I think the swim on Sunday will really be that stepping stone that I can say well I've done that and I know it's only a mile and a 1.3 miles but you know but there's another solid Mm. swim which is longer yeah um that runs from Leon Stolent to or Stokes Bay Mm. to Ride so that's something that i would think about in, yeah you know maybe in the next couple of years mm. but I mean I don't want to start scaring you or anything but obviously the difference with the Solent swim is you're going far out aren't you it's different from swimming along the coast and you're sort of yeah you're deeper and it's a little yeah. bit rougher and there are other things out there yeah no, we're not going to talk about those other things <laughs> so do you know I even thought about buying tinted goggles thinking mm. that might just help me stop you know, might not yeah. see anything. Because you said jellyfish are not uh, something that... Jellyfish are not my favourite things. Mm. Um, and I, but then, 
I it's not just about seeing them I think I could do it's things touching me mm-hmm. and um, you know even in a group we might be just having a fun dip you know swim ball dip mm. kind of thing and somebody's foot might touch mine mm. and I can literally propel myself out of the water about three feet which is quite hysterical <laughs> should, should uh, yeah. yeah channel yeah. that for your butterfly and um yeah that's my biggest I think it's that touching it's mm. you can't see and you it's that fear yeah. of the unknown the deep water doesn't doesn't worry me no. too much um and um going across i think the tide mm-hmm. is for a lot of people that swim in the solent tides are really strong yeah. and in that sort of part of the western solent that's a really narrow strip of water mm. between hurst and colwell so i think you know that timing that tide is going to be crucial to yeah. getting across. Yeah. I, I think that's time. the great thing about doing it with someone like the West White Sports Centre. They've got yeah. so much experience and you know, yeah. and they, they do the planning extremely well. So I think, yeah, yeah that should give you confidence. Yeah, you know? I think mm. so. And I've been, but I'm a bit of a, you know, like to check as well. Yes. <laughs> Make sure, you know, where's the tidal flow? What's the wind doing? Yeah, because you are the... a sailor as well, I aren't you? I am a sailor yes. as well. Mm. So, yeah, my husband keeps saying, just keep it really simple. Just put your swimming costume in your bag, put your goggles in the bag, buy a bar of dairy milk, and off you go. <laughs> See you at the other side. So I think that's probably Excellent. what will happen. Yeah. Overthinking. Yeah. I think we can overthink things, we? can, can we? yes, yeah. So I'm trying hard not to do that. Mm. And I'm just looking forward to coming up that beach and giving everybody a really... Yeah big hug and then I will probably cry because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big soppy person like that so yeah Aww. it'll be exciting yeah yeah good talking of um packing your bag have you got any any tips or any favorite bits of kit things that you wouldn't be without yeah I um obviously I've got a favorite pair of um goggles mm-hmm. i've tried lots of different pairs of goggles uh, found a pair that really suit me they aren't the most expensive mm-hmm. um they are a really lovely mask they're a really good fit i think it's been really important to find a pair that don't leak and don't fog up mm-hmm. um so um that is my you know if i go swimming and i don't have that that really sets me back um and then I don't tend to swim in a wetsuit mm-hmm. um, during the year, um, but just a really good swimming costume. Yeah. So I use the, 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 the toko swimming yeah. costume, mm-hmm. so anything that's recycled is slightly warm. Mm. For my swim this weekend, I'll be wearing a neoprene swimming costume, so it's, it's keep me slightly yeah. warmer than a regular. Um, and I always wear swim socks, so I don't tend to bother with the beach shoes with the plastic bottoms. I just wear a really good pair of um, sort of three or five mil neoprene socks. I keep my feet really warm. Mm-hmm. I think with good gloves and socks, mm-hmm. keeping your extremities warm is is really important. Yeah. And then I don't know about um, you. I know you wear earbuds, mm. but I wear a, a waterproof MP3 player with all my favourite songs on it. <laughs> so, um, so that really, really gets me going. Yeah. And because I really love that modern dancey kind of music all of the beats and the tempos mm. mean that I can usually get my stroke 
Excellent. in time yes. with my music yeah. I feel like I'm having a little mini Ibiza party on my swim <laughs> I really must try that yes <laughs> which is really good fun it makes it so much more enjoyable yeah and then if I don't swim if I don't have them with me because I run out of charge because mm. I'm really good at not charging them up um I just feel a little bit lost <laughs> a little swim to myself yeah. in the water and then when I find that space where I've had a swim and I can stop and there's nobody around me mm. if I'm on my own, which I'm not normally on my own, I normally mm. have somebody with me and that's really important. Mm. Um, it's just a really nice time just to find a bit of space. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, so my favourite bit of swim kit yeah. is my MP3 swim player yeah. and my goggles. Great. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what about what about food? Do you have any particular habits eating before or afterwards? Or any? Yeah, I tend to... Um, so I'm a big banana fan. Mm-hmm. So if I go for a swim, so when we do our swim on a Thursday mm. morning or any training swim mm-hmm. for... Um, I will always have a banana mm-hmm. um, and a glass of water and then I have always have a coffee or mm-hmm. hot chocolate when I come out. So a really hot drink. Yeah. Um, I've got a favourite swim cup. Okay. So over the years... Oh, yes, you're a chi- me, yeah, china yeah, cup lady. I've kind of gone through mm. the enamel cups because mm-hmm. the enamel chips and then the tin cups and then but you burn your hands if you haven't yeah. got gloves on. And then so I've got this really quirky little um, china cup that's really small. I can hold it in my hands. Yeah. Um, and it just makes that post-swim drink just a little bit more enjoyable mm. than slurping from a you know a yeah, plastic, a plastic cup or something. Yeah. And as you know, after our Thursday swims, mm. it's a it's nice just to have a bit of downtime yeah. and a bit of social time, which a lot of swim groups I think do. It's that it becomes part of that whole process you go for a swim and if you're in a group then you have a coffee yeah. and a bit of a laugh together and mm. a catch up see what everybody's doing mm. but yeah that's my routine a banana before swim or half a banana and mm-hmm. then I might have the other half afterwards um, but I tend not to swim on a full stomach mm. um, at all and um, sometimes there's even cake <laughs> should we talk about cake yes let's, what's your <laughs> favorite swim ca- post oh, swim cake my favorite swim cake is is one of our swims Vera and if she listens to this, I hope mm. she listens. She makes the most fabulous banana cake. And I think she does something with the bananas. They must be dried bananas, mm-hmm. but they're really crunchy and sweet on top. It's just Ooh. like a banana loaf. And it is, oh my goodness, <laughs> it is the best cake I've ever had. Wow. It is fantastic. So I must ask her to make another yes, one. Yeah. And um, see what other cakes do. Anything. I'm just not fussy. <laughs> You know, goggles is one thing, yes. cake is another thing. Yeah. You just yeah. go with whatever anybody <laughs> wants to bring. So. Excellent. Thank you. Um, I think we've we've covered quite a lot. Is there any, anything else that you would like to say about swimming, about swimming on the Isle of Wight or about your, your journey? I think it's just to, if it's something you've never tried before, is to find a local group. Mm. It's, there's the outdoor swimming um, on the group mm. on the Isle of mm. Wight. Um, that you're involved with, mm. I think you run the page, yeah. don't you? Yeah. Um, which has amazing information on, um, lots of information mm-hmm. about times and meets and that sort of thing, which I love. Um, yeah, talk to people, go and, go and just get to know who's swimming mm. and ask them some questions. A lot of groups will have people that have got qualified coaches in that are just swimming for leisure but might be happy to share some advice. Yeah, um, yeah do a bit of research. And yeah. um, 
go out there and give it a go. It's cold. It's you know nobody's gonna say oh it's lovely and warm. It's it's never really lovely yeah. and warm. It's but you can learn to acclimatize with that and learn to really enjoy the benefits of being in the sea mm. or the swimming pool. Um, I just think it's life changing. It's been life changing for me. Mm. Um, so yeah. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for your time, Kimberly. Thank you, And um, I will see you in the sea soon. You will too. Thank okay. you. Bye-bye. Bye. Having said goodbye, we're going to come back a little bit because we forgot a few things. And I wanted, um, can I ask you a little bit about some of the health problems that you've had over the last few years that have affected, well, just tell me about, yeah, yeah what's happened thanks, to you. Sandy. I know mm. we've kind of got into that conversation mm. after we've um, come to the end. I think, yeah, as I explained to you, I had um, suffered with really chronic back pain for many years, um, sort of after the birth of my son in 2001. I just got progressively worse, progressively worse. And in 2014, I just decided that actually it was having such a massive impact on my life, mm. on my ability to even get out of bed and get myself dressed. And then I went off to see my GP and my GP referred me straight away uh, for a scan, an X-ray. And within six weeks, I was um, admitted to the Wessex Neurological Unit in Southampton mm -hmm. for my first lot of spinal surgery. And what happened was that the disc had had deteriorated and my part of my spine was two of the vertebrae were rubbing bone on bone hmm. so lots of damage to my sciatic nerve uh, lots of damage um, to the nerves around my bladder so massive um, sort of physical and mental impact hmm. so I recovered from that fairly slowly um, got back on my feet went back to very gentle working hours changed my job um, and then in 2015, I was seen again because I was having issues with bladder control and some issues with weakness in my right leg. And I was back in hospital mm. within about eight weeks mm. that time. And they did a further repair and I had some metal rods put in either side of the vertebrae oh, that was gosh. affected. Um, had a couple of days in hospital, came home, spent a little bit of time in a wheelchair, just, you know, my husband just mm. wheeling me around when, when needed. And I think physically it was, I kind of really underestimated what that would do. Yeah. But more importantly, mentally, what that would look like moving forward and how that would impact not just my life, but my family's life. Yeah. Because for a lot of people that suffer pain and manage chronic health conditions where pain is plays a massive part of their mm. day um it's been a real challenge yeah so i think actually when you asked me about what had inspired me i remember having a conversation with my husband really early on sort of talking about the changes that we would need to make as a family we would not be able to sell a dinghy and hike out on a dinghy together and race in the way that we've done before and that i would probably have to not run and and probably cut my distance with walking because mm -hmm. walking's been a real and still continues to be a real issue for mm. me because it causes causes discomfort. So the swimming has been something that I started really slowly and has been really important to aid that recovery. And actually in that whole journey from starting out in the cold water, 
which was really therapeutic in itself because it made me feel better and had a really calming, numbing effect mm. on my pain. I actually felt that there was a freedom for me to use my arms and my legs in a really gentle way, um, which meant I was starting to have some exercise. Yeah. And that exercise became, well, I'm actually exercising today. I'm not just going for a dip. I'm actually exercising, not something I thought I would ever do. So obviously my weight had piled on over the last few years and um, that's been something that's I've been able to control mm -hmm. because I'm swimming and I feel healthier and I feel fitter. And yeah, I think that's been, I've been a real driving force, not wanting to go back, not certainly not wanting to have any more surgery, yeah. but certainly wanting to go back if I needed to go back in a few years time for anything else that was going on I could say I've done a b and c to manage my long-term pain mm. and I've been able to reduce my pain medication which I still take in yeah. the evening from this to a very small amount yeah that's um, great. with you know through just being in the water mm. and so I think it's I think that does put a lot of people off oh it's gonna hurt it's gonna I've got a really uncomfortable knee I've got mm. an uncomfortable shoulder I've got you know I yeah go, you've I still got pain knee, yeah I still mm. have pain I still know when I've ever overdone a swim because yeah. my shoulder hurts I'm you know I think as we get older our bones don't they soften mm. and our bodies change and we are prone to injury we're prone to arthritic yeah limbs and joints so mm. I think actually being in the sea, being in a pool, being somewhere where you can just really gently exercise is absolutely crucial. And I think mentally, if I'd not taken that plunge, I think I would have just used my back pain as a as an excuse to not go out and try stuff, not go out and do things that I've not done before. Mm. And actually say, no, that I'm not gonna be defined by this spinal condition, yeah. this surgery that I've had. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out there and be me yeah a new me mm. a different me but a me that manages something but actually I can do that as well yeah. so I think you know give it a go yeah absolutely anybody that has a shoulder or a knee or a hip yeah. or a just come and find a space with some people that you can get to know yeah. that will help you and support you exactly. in and out of the water and help yeah. you get dressed if you need to mm. get dressed because we do that with our group of swimmers yeah. Cool. And when you're in the water, the water supports you, Absolutely. doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. And, you know, we, a lot of us, a lot of our swimmers won't go out of their depth. You know, as mm. you know, mm. Mark uses mm. the water mm. for his it's sea hikes, mm -hmm. which is a fabulous um, kind of, I don't know the French yeah. word for it. Lange cot. Lange cot. Mm. Mm. So I've seen Mark doing yeah. that along, which looks amazing for sort of course yeah. length and that, you know, that sort of thing. But, yeah, I don't. Yeah, it has been absolutely mm. life-changing. Yeah, and you said if you thought back to 2016, yeah. you wouldn't imagine where no, you are now. Yeah. No, absolutely not. I could just... We had a downstairs bathroom. Mm -hmm. We've been able to move the bathroom back upstairs. We've... Things are... You know, I have to compensate in areas where, you know, I know actually if I'm going to go for a long walk with a dog, actually I might be sore for a couple of days mm. afterwards or if I'm going to go for a longer swim... I might my shoulder might hurt but actually I have a plan then to manage that afterwards yeah. rather than oh if I go swimming that's going to hurt for a couple of days so I'm not even going to try yeah I think it's overcoming that hurdle and having a plan and then just 
keep swimming. Yeah. Just keep yeah. swimming. There's, there's <laughs> it's a great a, phrase, isn't it? Keeps, is that Nemo? I think it is. <laughs> so, yeah. So yeah. So and as you would... say, the body is such it has such great abilities to heal itself, doesn't it? If you yeah. allow it or encourage it. Absolutely. To... I think we all can we you know, you cut your hand and mm. you watch it heal. It's quite fascinating how the human body in, you know, kind of heals itself. And I think I think for me I a lot of a lot of how I was feeling with dealing with pain and the problems and issues that I have with my back, actually I could let my brain and my mental thought process completely control what my body does mm. and what it doesn't do. And actually having a really positive, and I know that's really easy to say because I've come, I've come through and it mm. has been a long time. It's taken, it took COVID to light that fire. Yeah. But then actually when I look back at that little trail in the water behind me, I can see these little milestones of actually I could swim a bit further today and I could put my face in the water and I could get out without holding the rail mm. and then I could actually take my wetsuit off without falling flat on my yeah. face, that sort of thing, you know. Yeah. I it, and, and just when you have to kind of look back every so often and actually count all those achievements mm. and milestones to see where mm. you are now and I think we often forget to do that yeah yeah so that's good yeah, always a good thing to do yeah look back and pat yeah. yourself on the back for Absolutely. what you have achieved yeah every single thing yeah. getting in the sea and we have swimmers that come down and they'll get in and they'll get out and they'll say oh I only managed a couple of minutes mm. and my first response is fantastic that's amazing yeah two minutes when you've had your dopamine hit that's yeah. absolutely fine you're you're sorted for the rest of the day but actually you've come down yeah. and you've given it a go and it might not be for you but it might be because yeah. it might just plant a seed which makes you think actually they're a really nice group down there or or there was somebody my age or somebody my size mm. or something that you can relate to yeah that is that breaks that barrier down yeah Excellent. Yeah. Well, thank you once again, Kimberly. <laughs> and we'll leave it there. Thank, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.